0: You rock stars, how are you all? I'm feeling very peaceful and powerful right now. But let me tell you, I woke up this morning and noticed this thought. And this is a long one, by the way, quote, holy shit. How are you going to prep for that meeting with the new tech client, coach three students, write the podcast, do your social media work, meet with a new team member and attend a webinar for my mastermind group. That was my brain this morning. Of course, that long-ass thought was only pretending to be necessary, but my primitive puppy brain was still in full-on overwhelm mode. Then I remembered that it's all in the calendar, and I am the one who decides how much time to spend on everything in my life. And this feeling of overwhelm immediately lessened, and instead of numbing out or procrastinating, I was able to get started with my day full throttle. Thank God I'm now the observer and watcher of those sneaky thoughts that pretend to be facts. Yes. So, as I mentioned, I've been coaching some of my one-on-one students today, and I noticed a common theme that I want to talk with y'all about today. The theme is that if we're not careful, we start lying to ourselves. Let me give you an example. A few years ago, I fell in love with a guy who I definitely thought was the one, and my ultimate fantasy was how amazing and peaceful I would feel when we finally got married. Ultimately, of course, we did not get married. But when we were dating, I was so laser focused on getting there that I literally lied to him about myself. I said I like skiing, classical music, cooking, all the things he liked to do. I pretty much zero interest in any of those things. I mean, I'll cook with a friend, that's probably about it, but I kept thinking, oh, maybe with him it will be different and I will like these things. Or I thought, I'm sure that this will grow on me over time and surprise, surprise, it did not. Does this sound familiar to you? If it does, I'm going to say right now, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not a compulsive liar or a terrible person or anything like that. But I do want you to be aware of this tendency because when you lie to yourself or others, you create distance in your relationships because deep down you feel massive shame about who you are. Also, when you hide from and ignore your wants and needs, this perpetuates you not believing that your wants are worthy, which will result in feelings of frustration, defeat, And not making what you really want in your life a reality. And it can be really simple. Like, I want to go spend the weekend at my parents' house to something big. Whatever that reality is for you. There are two key skills that you need to build in order to stop lying to yourself and others. The first one is the skill of self-worth. Yes, y'all, it is a skill. I call self-worth or self-confidence a skill because I believe it can be trained and that the only reason you don't feel 100% belief in your innate value is because you haven't trained your brain for that yet. When we talk about concepts like self-worth or self-love, it can be easy to feel like, well, that's so nebulous. What does that even mean? But the reality is that self-worth and self-love are both beliefs which come from repetition of believable thoughts. Here's what I believe about you and about myself. You're 100% valuable, lovable, and worthy, exactly as you are today. You don't need to change anything about yourself. You're more than enough. You were born a unique, amazing human being on this planet, and it is your right to identify your deepest desires and pursue them. Now, I want you to see, these are just sentences in my brain that I believe. I've said them out loud and recorded them, so it's a fact that I've said them, but they're still just sentences I believe. And you can believe them also if you want to, but it has to be intentional. What do I mean by intentional? A lot of how we think about ourselves start when we're young But blaming our parents or society for our lack of self-worth doesn't actually help us now. Newsflash, we're adults. we can choose to unlearn that shit. Doesn't matter what it is. Maybe your dad disowned you. Maybe your family of origin was abusive. Maybe you don't know who your family origin is. Whatever happened in your childhood or your past, it's up to you to decide what you want to make it mean. For a long time I felt defeated and victimized by my past and used my negative thoughts about the past to justify beating myself up. And now I've chosen an intentional thought about my past that I love. My thought now is, I had the exact right childhood for me because it allowed me to become the strong, resilient woman I am today. Listen to me, you guys. If you don't believe That you're worth a lot, then it's absolutely going to show up in your life. You'll always be worried about your career or not having enough money, or you'll find yourself in a relationship you don't really like. I see it all the time. People accepting less than their true desires because they haven't built their self worth. The best thing I can tell you is that one, there's nothing wrong with you. You aren't permanently damaged or broken or anything like that. You're a human being. And number two, if you want to, you can absolutely train yourself to have self-worth. At the end of this episode, I'm going to give you a brain exercise to start doing exactly that. So the second skill you need is the capacity to ask. Y'all know that I believe your dreams and desires should be taken very seriously. They are literally the foundation of your life and your unique experience on this planet. Okay. So don't dismiss them. One way we dismiss our dreams and desires is by never asking for what we want. All over the world, but especially in Western society, women have been socialized for literally hundreds of years to undermine their own authority and look outside of themselves for permission. I felt this pretty acutely when I was growing up. My family had a strong culture of children are to be seen and not heard. And I shit you not, y'all. I didn't speak voluntarily until I was 13. I only spoke when I was directly asked a question. Isn't that wild? But here's what I've learned since I was 13. Asking for what you want directly is the fastest and most efficient way to make your dreams a reality, really. I know your primitive puppy brain is telling you that it's dangerous and terrifying, but it doesn't need to be. You can decide ahead of time to have your own back no matter what the answer to a request is. That is true emotional adulthood. In the Rockstar program, we practice this through our month of dares. We dare ourselves to make crazy asks, and then we manage our brain no matter what the answer is. Of course, these two skills, self-worth and the capacity to ask go hand in hand. If you don't believe you are worthy, you don't advocate for your wants and desires. If you don't advocate for your wants and desires, you feel like shit about yourself and don't practice self-worth. So it's a vicious cycle, which is why I wanted to talk to you about both of these concepts together. So here's your assignment for the week. Commit to loving yourself on purpose. And you can expect this to be hard. Our brains are wired to look for the negative and judge. So there's not a lot of energy left to love ourselves on purpose, but don't give up. I want you to choose two days on your calendar this week and schedule 10 minutes to appreciate yourself. Make a list of at least 12 things you like or love about yourself and practice thinking awesome thoughts about yourself. All right, y'all, I'm so proud of you. You can do this. And if you want support and absolutely kick an ass without feeling overwhelmed and burnt out, you need to come join the Rockstar program. It's the only place I know of where we show up every day for ourselves and each other. And we're going to blow our own minds this year. All right. I'll talk to you next week. I love you. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.